Earlier this week, I was in my favorite store in Spokane, and uh, a gentleman, probably in his late 20s or early 30s, approached me, and he said, uh, are you uh, like a minister or something? Because I just wore my Roman collar. I said, yes, I am. And uh, he said, so what do you think about what's happening in the world right now? I said, you mean like how people have lost their minds? <laughs> he, he said, yeah. He said, I mean, he said, you know, all these things w that are happening, don't you think that these are, are signs of the end times? After all, Jesus talks about the, these signs that are going to happen before the end times, much like the signs we just heard in today's gospel, right? He said, don't you think that these are signs of the end times? I said, well, I think they're signs. There's signs, all right. And he said, well, well do, you ever, do you ever warn your people or caution your people that, about these signs? And I told this gentleman, this young man, I said, I tell the people to be ready for the coming of the Son of Man at any time. At any time. So that way we don't have to interpret the signs. We will be ready. Whether our Lord comes back again in five hours from now, or five years or 50 years from now, we will be ready. Jesus desires that we're ready at all times. My first two years of priesthood at St. Thomas More, I also served as one of the chaplains for the Spokane Police Department. And I was normally called out only after somebody had died. And I remember every one of these calls because uh, there'd be a few officers on scene already. I would show up and then the, the person whom the coroner sent to, to pick up the body showed up and normally nobody was there to help the person to carry the body out. So and the police officers weren't doing it. So I ended up nine times out of 10 helping carry these bodies out of these homes, out of basements, out of second floors, out of living rooms, out of campers, you name it, I've done it. And I remember every one of these. Because there's a common denominator. Every situation I walked into, the environment told me that this person had no idea that they were going to die at that moment. It was unexpected. Just by looking around, just by looking at what was laying around and so forth. It looked like they were just going to carry on with their life. It was obvious to me that they did not know that that was going to be the hour of their death. For one man, he was making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich one night in the kitchen. He choked, hit his head on the counter, that was it. For another woman, she, she was out in the garden one afternoon and died in the garden. For another person, just falling asleep and dying. And another was, she was shooting up heroin or cocaine. But all these people, they, you could just tell by the way that their house was, their situation was, they're not planning on dying at that moment. And that's why Jesus asks us to be ready at all times, at all times. So once again, if, if death or the Son of Man comes back again in glory in five minutes or five hours from now or 50 years from now, we'll be ready. And we won't be anxious about it. We won't be worried about it. If we're ready, then we're ready. And death is really nothing to fear if we're ready for it. 
the class in seminary which studies the last things, particularly heaven, hell, the final judgment, and purgatory. The class is called eschatology, which comes from two words meaning the study of the eschaton or the study of the last things. And the professor that we had for eschatology, he was, he was awesome. He's this Vietnamese Dominican priest, very holy man, and um, very, he's just brilliant. And he was funny too. He, he told jokes all the time, and I laughed at them all. Some of the people, they didn't understand, but I understood everything. It was just a great class to be in. And from day one in eschatology, he said this, from day one, already, but not yet. Already, but not yet. The kingdom of God is already here, but it's not yet here. And it seems like a contradiction. It seems like a paradox, but instead it's a very beautiful mystery of the church. The kingdom of God is already here, but it's not yet here. In fact, we heard this in the gospel. Jesus is talking about the times of the tribulation, what's going to happen after that, and the signs. And then later in the gospel, he says, this generation will not pass away until these things happen. Well, that generation passed away over 1,900 years ago. So was Jesus contradicting himself? Did he make a mistake? No, of course he didn't. He's the son of God. He doesn't make mistakes. He cannot contradict himself. He's revealing a very beautiful mystery. The kingdom of God is already in our midst, but it's not yet here. I mean, throughout the Gospels, he's telling the people, the kingdom of God is present right in front of your eyes. But then he teaches the disciples and he teaches us how to pray the Our Father. And part of that prayer in Latin is Adveniat Regnum Tuum. Thy kingdom come. We're waiting for the advent of God's kingdom. We're waiting for his kingdom to be made manifest. So it's here, but it's not yet here. But we have to live our life as if it's already here. Because it is. Especially in the sacraments of Holy Mother Church. Yes, we hear the word of, we hear uh, the kingdom of God being made present in the word as well. You know, the scriptures. But especially in the sacraments. The presence of our Lord and especially in the Holy Eucharist. The same Jesus Christ who preached this 2,000 years ago is going to be made physically present on this altar right here. And so we have to be cognizant. We have to remember the fact that the kingdom of God is already upon us. It's already here. You know, so many people, they waste their time and energy trying to interpret the signs. Saying, well, I wonder if these are signs that the kingdom of God is coming. That it's here or that it's near. Don't waste your time interpreting the signs. Just be ready. Spend your time instead of in being prepared, instead of trying to interpret these signs. Because I tell you, I was thinking about this yesterday. Just in my lifetime alone, and I don't think I'm too old, just in my lifetime alone, I can count two or three times when people are saying, I wonder if this is the end times. You know, look at the times around us. That's just within 48 years. Think about the past centuries. Think about revolutions and incredible wars 
and famines and meteor showers and natural disasters. How many times have people said, this has to be it. These are signs of the times that the kingdom of God is coming. But it's already here. There's a particular religion in the United States which will remain nameless. They claim to be Christian, but they're not. But they have predicted the end of the world seven times in the last century. <laughs> and they recorded it. They, they went on record as saying that. They're fools. They're fools. Jesus says only the Father knows. So when somebody says, I know when the end of the world is coming, they're a liar. They are a liar. It's not coming from me. It's Jesus Christ saying it. They're a liar. We have to be ready. Don't worry about the signs. Don't worry about the signs. Don't try to figure out the day and the hour when it's going to happen because you can't do it. You can't do it. Either for the coming of the Son of Man, again in glory, or for your own death. You can't do it. It's not possible. So don't worry about it. Don't put time and energy into something you can't do. What you can do is to prepare your heart and your mind to encounter our Lord. That's what you can do. You can prepare for the coming of the Son of Man. You can prepare for the hour of death, especially through the sacraments of Holy Mother Church. It's very important to receive the sacraments. I know I say this week after week, but I cannot tell you how important it is, especially the Holy Eucharist. And if there's something preventing you from receiving the Eucharist, you should talk to me sometime soon so that we can resolve it no matter what it is. You need to receive the Eucharist. It's critical to live out your faith. So the sacraments are very important, including the sacrament of reconciliation. Reading the word of God is also important. Reading the scriptures. This is why the Eucharist, Jesus Christ, is the word made flesh. It's the word of God made flesh. So if you want to know Jesus Christ better, one of the best ways to do it is to read the word of God, because he is that word made flesh. And the more you become familiar with the Holy Scriptures, the more you will become familiar with Jesus Christ. And prayer. I mentioned last week, if you're counting grace before meals as your family prayer, think again. You have to have some type of solid, quiet prayer in your life. So if you do those three things, prayer, daily prayer, the sacraments, and reading Scripture, then you're going to be ready. You're going to be preparing yourself to encounter the Son of Man. Whether he comes again in the hour of glory or at the hour of your death. And once again, don't spend your time and energy trying to interpret the signs, wondering is it, is it going to come in a week from now or two years from now. Be ready for the kingdom of God to come now because it's already in your midst. Praise be Jesus Christ, now and forever.